Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Pharmacy Hot Topics, where we sit down with content matter experts and discuss what is currently top of mind in the world of pharmacy. My name is Eric Marika, Senior Director, Center on Pharmacy Practice Advancement at ASHP. And today, we will be chatting with Chad Smith from Advocate Aurora Health, Sarah Steinert from Freydert and the Medical College of Wisconsin, and Harolyn Yusufi from University of Wisconsin Health. We'll be talking about the state of Wisconsin's approach to the Practice Advancement Initiative, or PAI 2030, and how the Pharmacy Society of Wisconsin, PSW, and the Practice Advancement Leadership Team is utilizing the survey to advance practice within their state. So I'm going to take this time to welcome and, and thanks to uh, Chad, Sarah, and Harolyn uh, for joining us today. Uh, I'll start out with uh, the first question and I'll direct it toward Chad first. Tell me a little bit about your practice advancement leadership team, as well as the collaboration you have between the residents and the Pharmacy Society of Wisconsin. Thanks, Eric. It's great to be here. Um, so this actually started about 10 years ago um, when I was a PGY2 resident. It didn't have a cool name like Paltz back then, but um, it really started out where uh, four, uh, it was about four of the residency directors in the state of Wisconsin, uh, Tom Waller, um, Todd Karpinski, Andrew Wilcox, and Steve Rao, had gotten together to look at the PPMI um, work that was being done, trying to get a sense of where Wisconsin was at. And so, uh, like all great leaders, they uh, delegated that to their PGY2s to do. <laughs> so, uh, we had a chance to work uh, with all the PGY2s in the state to really put together a gap analysis tool for PPMI. Again, this was 10 years ago. Um, so we did design a tool. Uh, we just we got it disseminated throughout Wisconsin and got nearly 100% participation. And it ended up working out real well. And we were able to partner with ASHP on, um, on the tool that eventually got, got used by all. But when we were done with that project, you know, reflecting back, there were a few things that were taken away from it. And one was that it is a really, really good experience for the PGY2 HSPAL residents to collaborate um, with others outside of their health systems. We, we learned that, you know, getting the PGY2 HSPAL residents involved with advocacy work or working with professional organizations uh, like that really helped them transition then staying involved as they continued on their careers. Uh, the networking was strong. I still work very closely with those that I worked with uh, 10 years ago during that work. And like Sarah and Harlan, who are on the call, gives, gives them a chance to be the leaders um, in the state and leading their peers um, on some coordinated work that has to get done for the state. So so that's that's about it. And that's that's the history of how it started about 10 years ago. So every year uh, we work very closely with PSW um, to make sure that strategically uh, the residents are focused on some um, advancement work for the state of Wisconsin. That's also lined up well with what the board of directors through PSW 
is aiming to do. And, and since that time, uh, we now have uh, five HSPAL programs um, in the state of Wisconsin that participate in this work. Um, and since we started, uh, we've added the PGY1s um, who are in their HSPAL training program uh, to the mix. And so we have uh, nearly 20 people working on this every single year, uh, which is which is great to see. So PALT is the Practice Advancement Leadership Team. It's got more formally woven into PSW's um, structure you know, over the years, but it's been a great vehicle for getting things done in the state and then giving the residents a great experience to uh, work in this world uh, while they're while they're training. So that's my historical perspective. I, I would be interested, uh, Sarah Harlan, sharing a little bit about what their experience is like being part of it. Yeah, thanks, Chad. I think you hit it right on the head that this is definitely a very unique opportunity for us as residents within the state of Wisconsin. I don't think there are many other um, states or platforms that admin residents from across the state can come together and collaborate on practice advancement or really trying to um, pave the way in pharmacy practice um, when you compare that to what other you know, programs or states are able, are able to offer. And so I think we've had really unique experience, Harolyn and I um, serving as co-chairs this year of the PALT group to be able to kind of drive practice forward in these changes um, in addition to being able to have an opportunity for residents to collaborate and network together to form really great relationships. Harolyn, did you want to uh, take us home on this question as well? Um, yeah, just to add to what Sarah and Chad had mentioned, the Paul organization is just really great opportunity for residents, RPDs, and other leaders to be able to connect across the state. You know, in the last two years, things have been more difficult with COVID. So having intentional networking, project management has certainly helped to maintain those connections across the different organizations as we've had, you know, pharmacy conferences remotely. And, you know, now moving back into person, we'll all actually be able to see each other and for a lot of us meet each other for the first time in person, which is really great. So I really enjoyed that building the connections and being able to work with my colleagues early on, as I'm sure we'll run into each other further along in the profession as well. So I appreciate those responses. It's really the ability to tell your story and offer an exemplar for large, midsize and smaller states. So Sarah, the next question here I'd like to ask is, describe some of the background on your PAI 2030 efforts, namely the survey, the areas you decided to pursue as focused efforts to support the adoption of the recommendations of PAI 2030. Yeah, thanks, Eric. So as Chad alluded to in your last question, really Paul tries to focus on one particular area to advance the practice of pharmacy and so last year, we were really focused on advocacy and provider status, but this year we decided to take a different spin and really focus on ASHP's um, PAI 2030 initiatives and those recommendations. And so ultimately what PAI 2030 is, is a way to provide pharmacy teams guidance um, in helping advance healthcare, patient outcomes, pharmacy practice, um, ultimately through a robust number of recommendations that fall in five different domains. And so this tool is really beneficial because it can help organizations and various practice settings determine how well they're doing, as well as potentially some areas of opportunity. 
So it pulls recommendations that might have the greatest impact on your practice site. And so overall, this tool is really unique because you're able to take it as both an institution perspective, or you can take it as a single practitioner practicing at your institution. And so with our efforts this year, what we really focused on was we wanted to make sure that we had robust responses from all of our different hospitals across the state of Wisconsin to give us a better understanding of what we're doing well and what are some areas that potentially we could help focus efforts on to really make pharmacy practice as best as it can be within the state. And so the recommendations are really helpful in identifying some of those best practices. But the way that we wanted to take it this year was really just focusing efforts on high completion rates and making sure that we have organizations across the state that are represented from our larger academic medical centers to our smaller community hospitals and trying to get a wide variety of response rates so that we can really pull that information together over the next several months um, in collaboration with those hospital sites and develop kind of what is our next step plan. And so I think that it's been a really awesome experience to be able to um, integrate ourselves within these various health systems. Obviously, the admin residents across the state um, that are at their organizations already have a pretty good understanding of what their practice looks like but it's a really unique experience to be able to see what other health systems or other hospitals are working on and what they're doing well, um, even if they don't have, let's say a residency program or students rotating through their area. And so it's just been a very um, interesting year that we've been able to collaborate with so many different individuals and have our admin residents work through exactly what we're hoping to get out of the PAI 2030 survey and where that takes us over the next several years. I guess, Chad and Harolyn, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, I would just say, Sarah, like you had mentioned, our work really this year has been to spread awareness and to create engagement of the different hospitals and health systems within Wisconsin. So we originally thought that when we're tackling PAI, how did we want to go about it? You know, we're still early in our cycle and when gauging initial organizations, you know, the PAI survey has been out, but there wasn't a lot of awareness about it and the utility that it could provide for organizations. So our approach this year was largely to gather that data to spread awareness on, you know, what PAI is for those that maybe aren't as familiar with it, new practitioners, residents, and others, but then also to engage organizations to complete the survey and to um, provide the reasoning of why it is important both at the individual level when you're looking at department planning and initiatives that you're going to roll out in the next, you know, one year, three years, five years, and how PAI could play into that. But then also aggregating that data across all organizations within Wisconsin to both compare how we're doing as a state And then to also be able to compare to the nation as a whole in terms of performance amongst the different domains. Yeah. And and I would just add that, you know, at the time where, you know, we were deciding for a topic for the residents to focus on, you know, over the next uh, year or two, we were just at the nadir of our work around the pandemic. And it had been, you know, nearly two years of head down work focusing on 
vaccine distribution and the map of the week. And there's just a lot of managing a lot of acute things. And I think, you know, another angle that we were looking at too with promoting PAI 2030 through the uh, practice advancement leadership team is giving the health systems also something to focus on that was more directional, more inspirational, more looking down the road at, you know, some of the more fun things that we sometimes like to do uh, in pharmacy. And so I think timing wise, it worked out real well for us to choose, you know, this as our focus area for Harlan and Sarah's leadership over the next year through Wisconsin, as we were doing strategic planning and uh, looking at where are we going to put our priorities in the next couple of years as some of the pandemic work starts to resolve. So it worked out to be a good timing to pick this up as well. You know, building on what you had talked about with promoting completion of the self-assessment tool as a, as a tangible tool, are, are there any additional specific steps that you all took to promote that might be able to be replicated by, by other states? And Harold, I'll, I'll ask you first on that one. Yeah, certainly. Um, so as Chad had mentioned, you know, there are 20 plus residents and administrative programs throughout Wisconsin that participate in Pulse. So being able to leverage all of them through different functions really helped to spread awareness and engagement to different organizations. So we had different residents, some focusing on specific organizational outreach. So contacting RPDs, leaders from all hospitals within Wisconsin to talk about PAI, its importance, and completing the survey. Also on top of that, taking ownership of our own individual organizational responses. And I know that Chad will have some to add to that in a little bit. But then also promotion through social media endeavors on, you know, taking the survey time completion estimates, since for some people, given how busy they are in the pandemic, it can seem almost a little daunting that, you know, completing the survey is just another check mark that they need to complete, but being able to connect it and the importance of that, it is something feasible for every hospital to be able to do. Sarah or Chad, anything to, to add to that? Yeah, I think that something that worked really well for us was leveraging those pharmacy administration residents across the state to really volunteer their time and helping to assist in completing the survey. So kind of like Carolyn was alluding to, obviously there was a lot going on in this period of time. And so um, providing the opportunity to, you know, try to complete the self-assessment first and sending a draft over to their director of pharmacy or program director and talking through those things and sitting down as a group to really ultimately come up with what are our best responses that um, really reflect the practice we're able to have at our organization. Um, we've even, we even offered uh, the opportunity to complete the survey over the telephone with our residents. So really just trying to increase the accessibility of those leaders across the state of Wisconsin and being able to complete the survey, I think was really beneficial in um, increasing the number of responses we were able to see for the PAI 2030 self-assessment. Yeah, I'd say another thing that I believe worked well, well, one, I think being organized and PSW certainly helps us with that, but that we had a venue to help, you know, reinforce the why it was at the annual meeting of 20. 21, um, where 
uh, Sarah Harland and some of the other um, HALT members were able to give a presentation to our health system leadership forum, which had uh, well over 100 people participate, ex explaining you know why this was important, uh, what's the what's in it for them, <laughs> for for them completing, and I think that that helped get things off on the right foot. And then as the residents then went back to their health system, I think that was another opportunity to really leverage the tool as well. So just speaking with Advocate Aurora Health, um, so I've got 26 hospitals um, in my organization. We we found an hour, um, some afternoon, I think it was probably four o'clock, we had everyone join at that time. And then as a group, we went through the entire survey, everyone filling out their individual survey, but we had everyone uh, using that dedicated hour to do it all collectively as a group where questions would come up. One of the pulp members, one of our um, residents, Grace Stike, she was our uh, facilitator for this, would help uh, answer the questions about what definitions would mean or when people had questions, help clarify for them. So it was nice to do it as a group. And it also spurred a lot of um, great conversation then that transpired after that for follow-up on how we were going to use the um, the resources at the end of it. So all, all those things together, I think, helped get us to where we got uh, with such a high uh, turnout rate. Yeah, last time I looked at the data overall, we had 52 responses from different organizations in Wisconsin that completed the survey. And I think the total end of the nation was 111. So I think that just goes to show how, you know, the coordinated effort amongst a small group of people can really spread across the state. Um, so we were really proud to have that result and um, just being able to be able to connect with different organizations, you know, hospitals in rural northern Wisconsin that you otherwise wouldn't have necessarily connected with in the past, being able to, you know, learn about what they're doing as well. Um, I think another area too to spread outreach was having student involvement. So API students on, on their fourth year rotations, having them as a rotation project, completing the PAI survey. So that was not only good for them to also learn about what PAI is, but what a better way to learn about an organization than, you know, analyzing it through the survey and assessing it on each of the domains and questions in terms of improvement and where they're currently at. So telling stories is one of the most powerful means that leaders have to influence, teach, and inspire. Uh, how are you or do you plan to share experiences, ideas, and stories of success related to your efforts to not only help Wisconsin, but the, the greater good of the profession? Yeah, so I think that you know, we've already started to be able to share some of these experiences or ideas um, with those across the state of Wisconsin, but this is definitely something that we'd like to focus on over the coming months. But kind of part of these efforts in sharing these stories, uh, we've been working through a variety of social media platforms, discussion board posts through the Pharmacy Society of Wisconsin, as Chad had mentioned earlier, conference presentation and forums, and then engagement of our students across the state of Wisconsin. And so Paul has been able to identify and develop a variety of different social media posts across LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, um, just to kind of help promote the efforts of completing the PAI 2030 self-assessment survey, um, but also starting to relay some of those key stories or key ideas that are focused around that practice advancement. 
Um, as Chad spoke about previously, um, our annual conference back in the fall was more focused on what is the PAI 2030 survey and how is it important. Um, but we do have a conference upcoming in the next several weeks that we're going to bring the same topic back to that group and discuss as a forum, but really bringing forward some focused areas for the state of Wisconsin, uh, things that we're doing well, potentially some things that we have some opportunity for improvements. I think these conference forums are a great place and platform for pharmacists and technicians across the state to collaborate on what is being done at their various institutions, as well as, you know, determining what are the next steps that we're going to take in thinking about the PAI 2030 recommendations. And then, as we had slightly mentioned earlier, um, we've been engaging students through their organizational involvement with the Pharmacy Society of Wisconsin and um, putting on presentations and discussions with those individuals to go ahead and get them starting to think about practice advancement and what is their hospital doing at their various rotation or internship sites? What does completing the survey really mean? And starting to analyze, as Carolyn had said, you know, what is my organization doing well and what are some areas that we could potentially work on? And so I think we've got some great ideas on how we can share these success stories over the next several months. And we've already made some great strides. Harland or Chad, any additional commentary on that? Yeah, I think something else that um, is worth mentioning is through PSW, they have a network forum on their website. So we've been leveraging our residents to start up some of those discussions related to different PAI recommendations for um, people to, you know, be able to discuss on the forum, be able to collaborate on potentially. I know there's been a lot of interest amongst our ambulatory subgroups within PSW with getting more involvement in PAI as well. So looking to collaborate in those efforts. Um, also, we've been working with the different ASHP organizations at each of the schools of pharmacy as well to just be able to increase engagement and awareness on PAI as well through our efforts. Yeah, I, I would just add that my experience being a leader in Wisconsin has always been a very collaborative culture uh, outside of annual meetings and, and things like that. So I think some of it is, you know, bringing the information to the forefront uh, to let us not only know those areas that we have gaps, but you know, through the data that we get back from the self-assessment tool, who's doing really well. And I, that has always voted really well for partnerships between systems who may have novel ways to approach uh, different uh, challenging um, uh, scenarios. So I think we're going to keep on with that. Uh, PSW also has a um, health system advisory uh, committee uh, for which I'm um, co-chair uh, co on. And we meet uh, three times a year with health system leaders throughout the year, uh, again, discussing these type of topics and advising uh, PSW on what some of the priorities um, are needed for health systems. So some of these topics that the residents have, um, have helped um, bring to the forefront, you know, I see as being some fuel for us for the next several years to, um, to be funneling through that group as well. Time for one closing question. And, you know, you've talked about some practice advancement areas of focus that you've identified through your efforts, uh, coupled with the completion of the self-assessment tool and it, that were both facilitated through your, your active collaboration between PSW and, and peers from across your state. 
what are next steps perhaps that have not already been covered uh, for this journey for, for uh, the state of Wisconsin? So in the next few weeks, we have the PSW Educational Conference. We're putting on a presentation, a health system forum on PAI for a few hours. So really hoping to be able to discuss with members there in terms of what they feel is important for their institution. And then that'll help guide us along with some of the data we've collected to pass along to the PALT residents for next year to really develop some of the content in collaboration with the ASHP toolkit for key focused interventions within the state of Wisconsin. Really the goal for this year, as we've reiterated throughout the podcast, has been to create engagement within um, Wisconsin and to create platform for facilitating PAI. You know, we have a whole nother eight years before we're supposed to realize all of the 59 recommendations, right? So setting up the groundwork has been instrumental to that. And I feel that our efforts with really focusing on the clarification of current state, as Chad had mentioned, will help drive work for years to come here for Paulton, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'd like to reinforce that notion of really just joint collaboration and being able to have that platform for us to come together. I think that a lot of the recommendations that are in PAI 2030 are things that organizations across the state are already doing very well. And so instead of having each organization, you know, recreate the wheel or recreate that technician ladder, you know, things like that that are in those recommendations, how do we create a platform or a space for education and sharing and knowledge and those sorts of pieces that allows our organizations across the state to come together to ultimately provide the best care we can to our patients and form the best pharmacy services that we can. And so I think that's really the strength of the PULP group and the Pharmacy Society Wisconsin is being able to have that platform and form those relationships. And so that we're able to continue to push forward the envelope and continue to push forward the pharmacy practice um, and kind of paving the way for the future. Yeah. And I guess I'll close it up by saying, you know, we, we will be getting together as I mentioned in a few weeks at an educational conference uh, that PSW puts together. And I think that's where we get a lot of our energy for these type of things is when we can get leaders together to have dialogue, tell stories, what, um, what, what's important to them. And we haven't been able to do that in, in a few years. So I think using PAI 2030 as, you know, the conversation piece, this is the fun stuff. This is the stuff us leaders love doing. Uh, meeting with um, our peers at all the other uh, systems will give us a lot of good ideas on how to uh, take the needs and uh, formulate those into projects for upcoming PALT classes to put some muscle into. And, uh, you know, all through that, uh, hope to see us getting closer and closer to yeah, being ready for where we need to be in 2030. Well, inspiring provides hope, direction, and purpose. And uh, I really uh I want to sincerely thank Chad, Sarah, and Harlan for joining us today to discuss the state of Wisconsin's approach to uh, PAI 2030. That's unfortunately all the time we have today. If you haven't before, I encourage you to check out ASHP's uh, online resources. You can find member-exclusive offerings such as the Preceptor Toolkit, the Research Resource Center, 
ASHP professional certificates, and more. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Hot Topics in Pharmacy, and we hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to the ASHP official podcast for more great content. Again, I want to thank uh, Chad, Harold, and Sarah for their great discussion of their approach in uh, Wisconsin. Signing off. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.